1: From the fifth quarter studios in Madison, Wisconsin. You're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now your host, Steve Collins. Hey
0: everybody, welcome, welcome, welcome to Coach Unplugged episode. I have no idea. But before we before we get going, I'd like to big a shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market. Um, Go over, mention Coach Unplugged, they'll give you $450 off, and they'll take really good care of you. Um, Oh, before I forget, too, if you like this podcast, go over and check out some of our other ones, like High School Hoops, Coaching Youth Hoops, 5-Minute Basketball Coaching Podcast. If you're looking for that one defense that will work against anybody, the Funnel Down Defense Podcast, the the Rule of Three offense, that will work at any level, go over and check those out. Leave a five-star review. You would like those. But also go over and check out teachhoops.com. For coaches who want to get better. It's a one-stop shop for basketball coaches. It's resources. It's everything. It's what I it's what I would have wanted as a 27-year-old basketball coach. It's a roadmap to success uh, on and off the court. And we offer a 14-day free trial because I'm a coach. I understand how it goes. Go over and check it out. Kick, kick the tires around. See if it's for you. And if it's not, we'll part our ways and we'll say thank you and and move on. But I, I guarantee you're going to love all the material and the material we're always putting in um, ttroops.com. But anyway, have a great day, everybody. Let's head off to the podcast. All right. Morning, Coach. How are you?
2: Good. How are you? I'm all right. Yeah? Yeah. You know? Yeah, appreciate you uh, rescheduling the uh, we here. Oh. We just finished our last summer league game. We got a barbecue on Tuesday, and then we're done. I yeah. coach football. Oh, <laughs> God. So it's like two weeks I got two weeks to yeah
0: I well I leave town. the only way I don't go to work is my my wife makes me leave town, so we go out and see my brother and it's like we gotta leave, <clears throat> literally leave Wisconsin or I'll right. I'm doing something so that it's it's good, but it's like getting getting actually in the car and getting moving is one a whole different ball game.
2: yeah Not here''m I'm, 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 I'm in Minnesota, so I'm not too far away. okay I'm in Northern Minnesota.
0: Yep, So, where, where in Minnesota? Uh,
2: you know where Duluth is? I do. Okay, I'm about 30 minutes south of Duluth or so.
0: Okay, you, yeah, I taught, my first coaching job was in Wausau, so. Um, oh, really? Okay. Yeah, so yeah. you are in like, you get an extra, I'm, I'm convinced northern Minnesota and northern Wisconsin gets another month of winter.
2: <laughs> yeah, tell me about it,
0: man. It's two, it's two weeks, here's my theory, I'm a math teacher, it's two weeks on each end. Mm-hmm. you know what i mean you get it, spring starts later and winter starts sooner than in like southern I, and i noticed it when i moved down to madison
2: um yeah. No, it gets a, warmer, a,
0: faster yeah i
2: live on a lake here and we didn't know if the ice was gonna be off by opener so it's like second week of may ah. and i'm still staring out and there's like two weeks before that and there's a full-size pickup truck on the lake <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just crazy
0: so i yeah i remember the days of uh opening was big when i was like didn't have 18 different things going on but right. I remember, I, oh, there's more than one opener that there were icebergs. Like, oh, yeah, look, right. as you're fishing, right. there's like a, ice right. is floating by you. It's like, oh, God.
2: That's what I always tell my wife in the summer. It's going to be snowing in a month. You know, we, got, we have to go do this now because it's going to be snowing in a month. That's my thing. It feels uh, like you just really get into football. Like in August. Guess, yeah, football,
0: football, I can't imagine. I don't know how you play baseball. How does your baseball teams do it up there?
2: We play about, like, 30 games in, like, a two-week span. It's just nuts, you know, because everything gets canceled, gets canceled, and then everybody's in a mad rush. You know, you play four games a week, some doubleheaders in there. It's just nuts. Yeah, and there's
0: a couple things in my utopian world. One of them is to get rid of the jump ball because I think it's stupid. <laughs> but the second one is for every high school to only play summer baseball. Yeah. Especially in the Midwest. It's like our guys play. Our, that's the same thing. In our, our season starts – our baseball season starts in – um you know, end of March, early April, and they, they get canceled, 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 you know, and then they play all these games in, like, a three-week window. It's like
2: – is where we're at. Like, Legion Baseball is so big that Legion Baseball and high school baseball sort of butt heads, um, and so you can never move the high school league to the, to the summertime because Legion has such a hold on summer baseball. Summer baseball. That's a weird deal. I don't I, – I played baseball or whatever, but I'm not a baseball guy.
0: No, and I in my and i and I played baseball too, and I'm not a baseball guy. My son played baseball, and right. finally, when he gave it up, I said, "Well, I'm kind of happy because <laughs> I don't have to sit outside and watch you play anymore now that I'm right. not coaching you, and right. uh, you know it's like that three week window in the spring, so yeah, all right, go ahead, coach. you got questions?
2: Yeah, well, I'll just give you a quick little overview. It won't take long okay uh, so, long time football coach in my district um, been a football school forever. So I've been there 10 years, uh, and in the 10 years, we've been to the state, ter- we've been to the state tournament 9 of the 10, uh, state championship game like 3 of the 10.
0: For football, you're talking about?
2: Football. Okay. I think, so it's been a football school forever. Okay. And, and uh, three years ago, coach kind of got ran out. It was a whole thing. Uh, they had no applicants for the job.
0: <laughs> that sounds like my job. I was the only no applicant job. for my job.
2: Yeah. And actually, take it back. There was one dude that applied. Uh, that skyped in his interview like, in his bed so they weren't going to hire this guy <laughs> literally skyped in his interview from his bed so they had no applicants for the job opened it again got no applicants uh so feeling loyalty uh to the boys you know what yeah yeah i mean you're you're my guys i yeah i'll do it and now it's it's just taken taken life and it's 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 this beautiful thing now and that's all i think about and uh but when i took over the year before they won five games uh, graduated like their three or four top scores off a five win team. Okay. So that's an issue. Yep. Uh, from, like I guess you say from a philosophical stance, uh, X's and O's what they did before was not what I wanted to do. Okay. So a couple of years have been just completely revolutionizing, but, how directly. big a school,
0: and how big a school, and who do you play? Are you playing uh, like metro teams, or
2: no? Well, we're we're kind of outside, so it's we're a two A school, which is the second smallest in Minnesota.
0: Okay, okay, yep. So we, I have to ask everybody when they because yeah, I talk that, to people all important. over. But they should uniform that too because like <laughs> five and one is big, and you know it's like right. okay, so two A is small. Okay, yeah,
2: small. So we 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 co op with another with another school. So between the two schools, we have about. 70 kids a grade 60 70 kids a grade
0: okay and then you you don't play you don't play any urban you only play other rural schools
2: rural schools yeah okay. yeah so we we go yeah mostly all rural schools okay we play some schools bigger than us some schools yeah. smaller than us it's yeah. just that state, you know you get who's ever close
0: but you're not playing like minneapolis or Del- no big time no. okay yeah, 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 no. yeah. <laughs> no but i mean even even small schools even small schools in that were that would have the same size as you in suburban Minneapolis would be, right. you're playing a different kind of player in some respects. Right. Yeah. yeah okay.
2: no, I think where we're at, it's very rural, old school traditional and like okay. progressive elements of the game. It seems okay. like it's, always, it's a little bit slower getting out to us. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's important. It is because it, it's, it's, it's a different style of basketball. We play in these summer tournaments. We play bigger schools and schools closer to the yep. Metro. It's, yep.
0: Yep. yep. And then, but then you could be the. What I'm telling you is, I think you can be on the cutting edge too, though.
2: Right, and that's like where we're going. Into. We yeah. play a powerhouse from southeastern Minnesota, Rushford Peterson, who's in the state tournament all the time, and they play just a different brand of basketball down there. And they're a small school away from the metro, but it's it's amazing how things are sort of geographical. Like it works for one team, then all the teams in that area also kind of pick up on it. Right. But basketball in southeastern Minnesota is different than basketball in kind of northeastern Minnesota. Yes. It's just, weird how that works.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's the same in Wisconsin. You know, there's, yeah. there's still the Dick Bennett thing and from the point. I mean, it's, yeah. Sure. Yeah.
2: So, first year, uh, tripled the win. We, we got won 15 games.
0: Okay. Uh, Ooh, that's good.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was one of those ones where we coached our ass off and went to win right. those 15 games. Like, there were 10 of them that could have won either way. And it was, we call ourselves the cardiac kids. And we had, of our 15 wins, 10 of them were, like were within five points. Okay. Uh, last year, I think we won, like, 17 or 18. So, like, things are trending up. Yeah, I feel really good about it, and yep. we have this young group of kids coming up. My ninth and tenth graders are just phenomenal. They're starting to kind of—I mean, they were good, but now right. we've worked with them. We've had a summer program in place. Yep, it's a be-
0: cultural thing too. I think. I mean, yeah, somebody—I took over a program that had five winning seasons in 35 years, right. and it took me five years. It's about changing culture, and the the shift you've made seems like the culture's already shifted. So that's good. Once you yeah. get the buy-in. So Especially
2: summer, summer basketball. You know, seven through twelve, we only have like fifty kids in our entire program. Right, and we're doing thirty, thirty-five of um, them you know, every day in the gym. That's it's all the right kids, and so the buy-in. It's now it's just the it's the little stuff that. Yep. Yep. I need to take the next step. Like I feel like we can we can win eighteen twenty games, but I want to win a section championship. You oh, know, you want
0: to, to say tournament. You want to play right. for the gold ball. Yeah, 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 yeah. It took
2: yeah. three years for these kids to realize like we're just not playing. Where like that first year we played these good teams. Yeah, that was awesome. Last year we would have got beat by thirty. Right. But, like, we we need to get past that, and we need to beat those teams by yep. thirty and beat those yep. good teams.
0: I think. I mean, do you talk about the the brass the brass ring at the end? Do you talk about all that stuff?
2: Every day. I mean, every day is good. Good.
0: Because a lot of people don't. If you're good enough, if you're, so here's my theory is like, and we've been blessed, but every year that we've been good enough that we could win it, I've talked about it. Like, you know, the 5 and 15 team, you're not going to win the damn thing. Right. But if you're one of the top 20 teams and you think you can, I think you talk about it. And every
2: football program, little day one, we're talking state championship.
0: Everything. And then you're talking about, this is why we're doing this. So why are we here lifting at 5:15 AM? Or why are we, you know, why are we watching film for an hour after practice? Or why are we having curfew the night before a game or why mm-hmm. you, everything? You, Cause again, having taught teenage boys for a really long time, you have to feed the monster a little bit <laughs> right. um, and feed their egos and feed their, like, you know, ah. this takes hard work, you know, right. but, but
2: remember what, why
0: we're doing this yeah i
2: coached with a dude's gonna be a hall of famer who i'm coaching with right now with football and, and he he understands that psychological point of it and we just keep feeding those kids keep and and also they believe it and they start playing almost bigger than they really are right and they, they get a little dog
0: them. in them they get a little right. dog in them yeah Wait,
2: we've made three state championship games with rosters that aren't as good as other teams you know, right. but right. these little dogs right. that just bite. you know yep but and that's what you got that we just need to and I want to talk to you about yep. that I think will kind of push us over. Yeah. You know, so I some real technical kind of stuff that I want to talk about. Yep. Because I, I know that I have the program thing down.
0: Yep. I mean, okay. I'm
2: down down, but you know that's not the most pressing need right now. Yep. The yep. Youth programs going. Okay. You know, fundraisers are going. It's just some technical stuff that yep. Perfect. Um You first of all,
0: before we start, you're in better shape than ninety five percent of the people I talk to. I'm done <laughs> serious. I mean, no. I'm did if you feel like the program's going the right way because half the people don't think that, and you have the youth program. That's ninety percent of the paddle, to yeah. be honest with you.
2: <laughs> and I got some great parents in the youth. I mean, I walked into a beautiful thing. Like we're a couple parents after seeing these seasons, like we get we just got to change this. So two dads, three dads, just kind of took it over, it's organized it, got like the LC, and they got it going. Boys, girls combined. You know, we're fortunate. We, so we we co op with another school, okay. so we're not academically we're not together but sports so we have two gyms between the two actually take that back we have four gyms between the two schools to fit everybody in right gym time isn't an issue uh so our youth program you know they're starting to beat up on people around in the area and and things are looking well then
0: you should to be honest with you so if we're talking we'll we'll talk about technical stuff in a second but if we're talking long term and you feel like you're if you are beating up people in your neighborhood then you gotta go find a bigger neighborhood sort of got I mean, that's what we've done. We're not traveling this year, but we every. I mean, I think the last six years we've left a state. We've gone on a national tournament in the mm-hmm. during the season. So now I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying you got to think summer maybe next year, especially if you got ninth and tenth graders. Where can I go? And if they get their butts kicked, they get their butts kicked, you know. Right. <laughs> but I think but- you got you got to push. It's a fine line, but you got to, especially if you're winning, you can push them a little bit. I don't mind us getting our butts handed to us times, because right. our guys know we win and we're gonna win. <laughs> so, going and getting like beat up in the neighborhood isn't a bad thing. But you want to, you want to stretch that, I think, a little bit. Next and that's time.
2: what we did with our sixth graders going into seventh grade. They got out of our local league. Yep, kind of a thing like that. You know, that's a big thing. You know, we didn't have a team in it, and they went down and played uh, MYS tournaments down in the cities between the cities. Yeah. they all suddenly lost a couple of games and it was good for them though. I mean, I think they played, they played too much basketball, which, which it almost was between fall league, uh, winter spring. I mean, they, they almost played year round. So that was an issue. And that's something that we need to change. Like my, I don't know how many games you play in the summer, but like my varsity kids, they almost played 40 games this summer.
0: Yeah. We don't do that. We used yeah. to do that. And I was trying to keep up with the Joneses and yeah. then, um, I stopped doing that. Um, so we do a lot more skill. Can you do stuff in the summer?
2: Yeah, we have the one dead week period over the Fourth. Other than that, it's as soon as okay. school still.
0: So, so. so it's open. So, so what we do is we spend like two and a half weeks in June and play. We play in a. We go to Milwaukee. So, like talking about playing bigger ball, we go to the Milwaukee. We're in Madison. We go to Milwaukee. Like Milwaukee kids going to Chicago kind of thing. We kind of mm. try to go find something that's not in our neighborhood. Um, right. So we play in a Milwaukee league. We play maybe two or three tournaments. And we do skill work the rest of the time. Because my guys are all playing AAU. So I don't necessarily – all of July and all of the spring is them playing, most of them. Right. Um, so I don't really – I think they play too many games, to be honest with you. Yeah.
2: And I'm just getting to that now. Like, my younger kids are good enough to play you know. So I think this last year I had three kids play AAU. Right. and that's something that quite hasn't got up to us yet. Like, it's weird. It's like, gonna.
0: And then what happens is that you worry about – I don't worry about burnout per se, but I worry yeah. about – You know, first of all, go be a kid, you know, especially living in Minnesota. Go to the, go to the lake, go do some fun, you know, do that. You can't, you can't, first of all, those games are great. I pulled, my son's going to be a junior. I pulled him out of AAU because he wants to play for me. And I go, well, we can play AAU and you can go to Iowa and play five games on a Saturday, but it's not going to make you a better player.
2: Right.
0: (laughs) Um, Do you want to be a better player? I can make you a better player. Uh, Right.
2: And I, and I told parents, like, we're going all of these days because, because – and I, and I think it worked out well. Like, I want you to go on vacations, but I don't want – if your kid goes on a vacation, the one tournament we have, all of a sudden he missed, you know, a third of the games of the right. summer. Right, right. And I have a ton of kids. I have 10 or 12 kids that can play varsity basketball. So if I miss a couple, you know, they're going to the Dells or whatever. Like, that's right. great. That's fine. Go we'll do it. You know, if you're home, I want you here. I don't want yes. you on the couch. That's,
0: that's my rule. That's my rule. It's, yeah, it's, and I
2: it. it must have got it from you. I heard it from somebody, and it must have been you because I listened to you know, yeah. whatever podcast. Yeah, but it's yeah. If you're home, I want you here. If not, yeah, go camping, do whatever. That's <laughs> it's fine. Like, but this, t- you can be open. Like yes. I don't feel pressure to be in here, but I want to give you that opportunity. If you're home and if you want to be here, Well, it just happened that nobody took vacations. Everybody was in the gym, yeah. and then at the end of the summer here, you know, as we're playing games 35 and 36, it was. I feel burnt out. I guarantee, I love basketball more than you, so you have to be burnt out.
0: Right. So, right.
2: So yeah, we're gonna so, change it. I think that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna get a couple tournaments down in the cities.
0: And we split get- up. We split up our team too. It's summer. I just want them yeah. playing. To be honest, right. I don't need my full core guys playing. So what we did is actually my, some of my guys were feeling burnt out after AAU, so my mm-hmm. Milwaukee league was Tuesday Thursday. We split them into two groups. And said, this group's going to go Tuesday. And it helped with my assistant coaches. And then, you know, I didn't have to go all the time. I think I went once. It's, I just
2: got a couple of young kids that are so used to winning. And, and when they don't win, it's it's hard for them. And the of That's time, good. That's good. Holding, guys, summer league, no one's going to remember this score. But, what, you know, what are we taking away from this game? Right. And that's right. the important thing. we're playing everybody. Like, we're not going to have a 12-man rotation come season. Right. Like that The tweener, yeah. ninth grader, I'm sorry, is not going to be playing half the game. But. And they don't right. get that,
0: but they're young. They don't. they don't. As long as yeah, as long as you keep and the key with that is just keep reiterating that to them. They'll 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 eventually hear it. Um, but yeah. We have guys go on vacation too. That I would have a parent meeting next spring and say, Hey, it's fine, but let's map it out. You can go on vacation. I don't want you to think you have to be here. Right. Especially if you've got guys that play football. It's like then they get no break.
2: Right. We, yeah, that's the thing. We got we got mini camps this week and then we have a two-week dead period for football and then two days starts up two weeks from now
0: right i and and, and we call vacation week we're like last week was football camp like we're done i don't want to mm-hmm. see you guys like it's no bye right. like i'm not opening the gym don't ask i'm not doing i mean i'll open it my son's gonna go in but i'm not opening the gym up for you so i don't care what you can sleep in you can go play whatever but i'm not
2: Next summer, I'm going to have blessed So we play in two different leagues on back-to-back days. I want to get rid of one of those, and and. Then...
1: With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
0: This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick, so I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky.
1: Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. A woohooer, a hand clap a high-fiver. I kind of like the high-five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Group void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18+. I'm thinking I'm going to have
2: just like an open... Open gym night, but it's going to be structured where I'm going to actually run the clock, keep score, go up to a certain time period, and get alumni in. We did that last summer a couple times, and it weirdly turned into really good basketball. And the kids are having fun, you know, because they're playing against these older kids. And we have enough alumni in the area now that want to come back and play. And I'd much rather actually have them play against that 20, 21-year-old body.
0: Did you see me put up that Bob Hurley stuff? I've done a couple of those. That open gym Bob Hurley thing.
2: Oh, you know, I, I think I saw it. I don't know if I looked at it
0: look at it. It's kind of fun where you do different types of games within them playing. Mm-hmm. Refocuses. I'll see if I can find that and send it to you And We did a couple of those early in the season. The, the boys liked it. We just got away from it a little bit. But.
2: All right. I got some technical stuff for you. Here. Okay. Perfect. All right. So I, I know I put this on like the forum. Yep. Uh, so we, we struggle with late in games icing the lead. You know, like the okay. couple games that we've lost this summer, we've been up late and just kinda piss it away. And I don't I mean there's different reasons each each time, but it's becoming an issue. Yep. And, and and not even just that, it's you know, we're we're up twenty with five six minutes left, all of a sudden it ends up being a seven point game. You know, we struggle with that icing the lead.
0: You're young. You're young.
2: We're young, we're young. But even last year with I had some seniors that kind of came through and it's been an issue since I've taken over. So it's I don't think it's a kid thing anymore because I've seen the same issue for three years. So I know yep. it's something that either I'm not coaching or Are you not.
0: practicing it?
2: We do, we do special situations every day. How uh, long? We, we don't specifically target, like, we don't, see, that's one thing. We don't do, like, a five-minute special situation. Yeah.
0: So, so what I have found to be successful is play little mini games. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if I have them here with me. I don't think I do. They gave them to my assistant. Um, so I have a whole bunch of like when I'm sitting in an airport or I'm going somewhere, I'm doing something. I just write down situations on three by five cards. So I've got about stack like this and we grab a, uh, we'll just, we'll spend like 10, 15 minutes twice a week and we'll put it on the clock. And especially if you're having, when you're, when you're up and not, I'd put more of those in. So right. then, then, and then I'll throw things at them. So let's say you're, first seven are doing it and you're up 20 with five minutes to go we'll use your example um then i would throw a sixth defender in there or i'd call foul and there wasn't one i would give them situations that would make them struggle (laughs) Mm -hmm. because they're young and they haven't experienced it and you haven't to be honest with you i've coached for 30 years so i've seen just about everything so nothing super freaks me out down the stretch you know, I know what I'm going to do in just about every situation. Well, you, you, haven't, you haven't been coaching long enough to do that. So, you need, so when, early in my career, I did this a lot because I needed the practice. And then I found out, me needing the practice, they also needed the practice. Um, right. So you have to do that. Do you have any more summer time left?
2: We have two days next week, which are, like I said, they're just kind of fun days. We're going to have a barbecue. Okay.
0: Yeah, so so then I would do that early in the season next year. I would just – that's this is going to be part of our routine, and you can do it when you're down seven, too, so you can work on your pressure and fouling. We, and-
2: we do special situations every day that's built into every day. Sometimes it's longer, sometimes it's shorter, but from it's always been reactionary where, geez, last night we did this, and all of a sudden we're going to practice it today when –
0: it's got to be part it's got to be like free throws it's got to be like working on your offense it's got to be every day
2: But i'm just curious offensively i mean do you do you change in the last oh charlie just wait sorry kids uh in the last two minutes do you change like what you do offense like do you have like a set or like a rotation in the last two minutes you know to help ice the game
0: well, so five minutes of 20, we're probably still attacking a little bit. We're trying to get right. to the – we're probably – and this is where when you do it in practice, it will help because you're talking about these things. Yeah. Like um, we talk about, hey, we w- what do we want to do? We want to get to the free throw line. We want to get good yeah. shots. We want to get like n- nines and tens on our shot scale. You know, we don't want threes. We don't want one-and-one and, one and creates. You know, those kind of, we don't want charge, you know, here's what we want and here's what we don't want. I'm not telling you don't score, but right. you got to use some common sense at this point. Right. So that's where I think the situational stuff helps with that. If you're up, um, cause you got to stop it and talk about it by, by January, they'll know at that point. Now, do I do anything differently? No, I do a little bit of the, now two minutes is different than five minutes. Right. Um, you know, We'll have calls where you – I think it's like a – I think last year was like a black call. Like, you're only shooting a layup at this point. You're only shooting okay. a layup. We're up seven with two minutes. We're going. we're There's no shot clock, right?
2: Right. No, okay. no not Minnesota. Not yeah. yet. Nobody's yeah. Talking, but not yet.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, I, trust me, I'm one of the guys that got it in Wisconsin. I'm fighting it hard. Yeah, anyway.
2: well, our first two years, I was like that. You know, we just didn't have the horses, you know, so we'd have 40-second 40 possessions, 45, because I know that team's going to score – yeah, right. we, they're way better than we are. Well,
0: you know. the problem is too. It's like, in, especially in the small schools, if they're not as good, and you put a shot clock in, you're toast because oh, yeah. they're going to take horrible shots in the last ten seconds. Right. But getting but, back to that, so so yeah, so I would I, do. I don't, I don't change anything.
2: I just I tell my kids to stay aggressive, but like I said, let's take open shots. Let's not take. Them
0: to but you gotta you but you gotta practice that, and then you, yeah. you gotta talk about the different scales of what's the difference between forty five seconds and up three. two minutes and up 10, you know, five minutes and up 20, they are all, they all feel different to you um, and to them. So that's where you kind of got to, you really have to practice those. Um, And the thing is, and the good thing about sophomores and juniors or or freshmen and sophomores is they become sophomores and juniors. Trust (laughs) me, experience will help with this if you practice it. Um, Because by the time they're seniors, you won't even have to say anything. They'll know. Um,
2: I don't know how many times this summer, me and my assistant, you know, we got frustrated in the game, and then we're riding home, and dude's a ninth grader. Like, right. Think about all the good things that he did in that game. Like, right. Where's he going to be at in three, four years from now? No. Like, he, you know, I don't know how many
0: coaches I've told this to, too. The difference in eighth grade and ninth grade, the, first of all, the classes are different. They're going to a l- real school in high school. <laughs> yeah. You know, with all the periods and all the expectations that come with high school, but they're also practicing every day. Mm-hmm. And it's just the, – the, the level is like, you know, every right. level is harder. I've
2: had these ninth graders – will be ninth graders with me for the last couple of years. Right. So they, were, they were too good for our local competition. Yeah. So they come up and practice with us. So I've had these kids now for summer basketball and regular season for two years. And but, they're
0: not having, but they're not having the stresses of being in high school and the homework yeah. and all that we're, stuff.
2: We're just one school. We're small enough where – you know, are okay. in the hallways every day. You know, I'm in the high school and stuff. Okay. So it's all school teachers, same kids, whatever. All right, next question I have is on-the-ball defense. So we, we're struggling, and okay, and, and we're very good. We don't really run like a pack line. We're we're, we're transitioning a bit from a pack line because we didn't have horses in years past. So we really packed it in. Yep. But now we have athletes coming up, so we're we're getting up the line a little bit more. Yep. So I wouldn't say we're like a hybrid kind of between the two. Are you pushing sideline? On the backside. Pushing sideline, yeah. And then, you know, we'll have calls where I want the guys to get up and deny ball reversals, things like that. But on the ball defense, we're constantly getting beat, and our rotations are getting better and our help's getting better. But the problem is, we're constantly getting beat on the ball. Are you and getting beat the with the strong team, hand? So what's that?
0: Are you getting beat with the strong hand?
2: Like with the ball handler strong yeah. hand? Yeah. I guess I've never really
0: noticed. I guess so you I gotta look. So here is the here because trust me, I have some guys, and one of them was in my house that has a harder time competing against some of the the, the ball handlers and the athletes that are in our league. So yeah, you, you, you got to talk angles a little bit at this point too. And you know, if you are pushing baseline and it's a right hand, they're gonna be able to make that turn a little faster than if you are pushing baseline and it's a weak hand. Um, okay. So, the the funneling thing is good, but you have to talk about you know what's a half, a half, and what's a full. You know what's a what's a we're really pushing, and we're mm-hmm. kind of you know, and then the and then the space. So those are the two things I talk about: the angle and the space, um, and then whether it's strong hand or weak hand. Um, so if they're going to their right strong hand, and a kid can play, he can make that turn on you before the even if your help is coming that that's probably what's happening is, is they're making the turn fast.
2: Right. Oh huh. Yeah. That makes sense. I guess I've never really talked about that.
0: Yeah. So that, those are the, that, that, that would be the first thing. I think that will take care of most of it. Um, okay. and then are you trapping or doing, are you all the same height?
2: Yeah. I got, I have a whole bunch of five foot seven guys that can shoot. <laughs> you know, so, that's so okay. We, we, are, <laughs> we are trapping. We do have, <clears throat> we do have a defense that we're getting more into it where we're trapping. Yeah, run, and jump. Stuff. yeah, it's well it's more of like a you know, it's super simple where we play. we can just trap the first pass and it'll take okay. teams about half a game to really figure out what we're doing. You know, so we'll we'll trap the first pass, uh within that we'll trap in corners and, and we're getting to a point where I can give kids more leeway where they feel it. And we're a little slow sometimes rotating behind it. You know, a kid will feel it and they'll go trap at the right point, but we're not quite at the point where that next guy over will then rotate.
0: Right. Have you thought about pushing literally opening up and pushing sideline that way and not letting them reverse. That way your help has to be better. Yeah. do You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So, so I'm literally opening up and I'm in, in, and here's the baseline I'm forming a 90 degree and I'm, I'm saying, go ahead, go baseline. Mm -hmm. So the next guy is way up the helpline that would stop the dribble penetration. And then we're really funneling them toward the baseline. And then you can trap out of that. That's a unique little look that I've been playing with that seems to be working. So it's like I'm just gonna, I'm literally gonna turn and and go like this and make you pop it. I mean, if you throw it to the other side, you're gonna have to, you know, big, you know, it's gonna be a big um, rainbow kind of pass. Right. Um, And then that forces that if the next guy down doesn't get up the line, we're done. I mean, they're gonna score every time. So it Mm -hmm. forces that guy to get up and stop it, and then. Once they pass to that to his guy, then they're basically almost on the baseline at that point. And then you can trap it, move it that way. So that's yeah. a might be a little wrinkle you want to look at.
2: Yeah. And we started experimenting more with that at the end of last season. Okay. And it worked. I mean, it was it will was oh, work. And even even just the with these guards will see that second guy coming. Right. We won't even be in a trap yet. And there's a lollipop coming out of the guy's hand. Yeah. Um, do, you have, do you have any good on the ball defense drills? You know, we do some like one on one stuff, but I'm just curious, is there anything else? No, yep. Use- so I
0: would do, I would, I, I, all my, all my man stuff I do in two on twos and threes on threes because that's okay. literally how the game is played. So if I'm like even talking about that funnel thing, I'd have uh, the guy with the ball, I'd have a guy in the helpline, and then I'd have a weak side guy so the rotations would have to work. Um, okay. So yeah. So I do a lot of, I mean, if you came and watch one of my practices, We do some one-on-one stuff just because I do do a lot of one-on-one stuff for tryouts because you can't hide (laughs) one-on-one. You can't hide. Uh, But we do a lot of two-on-two. A lot of our practice is either five-on-five, which is Mm -hmm. actually we've gotten more five-on-five over the years, and then a lot of two-on-two, three-on-three breakdown stuff, shooting, screening. You know, our big emphasis this year is going to be screening. Hey, everybody. Hope you enjoyed that. If you want to support us, you want to help us keep the lights on here at ttubes.com, go over, join 14-day free trial, and then stop the car, subscribe, like, Apple five-star review. That would be good. All right. Maybe. Have a good day. Bye.
1: Sports Social Podcast Network.